So let's start in a comfortable seat. So if you need to sit on a bolster or a blanket, take care of that. Find a tall spine, close your eyes. Notice your breathing. Notice what you feel, notice where you feel it. you're sitting upright, you're thinking about a tall spine, at the same time, let your skeletal system soften so that you're not rigid. There's a balance between the effort and the ease. Watch your breath and as you look inside, beginning to connect to your own inner knowing. Within you resides infinite wisdom. That same wisdom that heals a wound on our skin or in our bodies. That same wisdom that keeps the breath moving through the body. Notice your restlessness. Notice how our modern culture, our lifestyles being such that they are, we tend to fight stillness which is ironic because it's exactly what we need most. So watch the struggle, watch the urge to fidget, and sit still anyway.
Choosing a sankalp to carry with you into the rest of the practice, the rest of your week. One inspiring, uplifting, nurturing word. Choose one word. Not from your head, but from your heart. One word that meets you where you are. Sound ohm together. Find a deep breath in. Oh. And then just breathe normally for a moment. So anytime that we use sound in our practice, it's a type of pranayama or a breath practice. into another breath practice, Nadi Shodhana, alternate nostril breathing. So you're going to take your first two fingers, so pointer finger, middle finger, and just place them between the eyebrows. It doesn't matter which hand. And then let the thumb rest on one side of the nose and the ring finger on the other. And then find a deep breath in through both nostrils. And exhale it out through both nostrils. And then close the right nostril so that you can inhale through the left. So inhale through the left. And then close the left and exhale through the right. Stay there. You're going to inhale through the right. And then close and exhale through the left. Stay there. Inhale through the left. Close and exhale through the right. Inhale through the right. Close and exhale through the left. Inhale left. Switch. Exhale right. Inhale right. Switch. Exhale left. Continuing. So essentially you're going to switch after each inhale. If you imagine the two nostrils, how they start a bit apart from one another and they join up in the sinus cavities in the breath canal. You can think of them like the peak of a mountain. And in order to climb a mountain, you would need to go up one side, down the other. If you wanted to go back over it, you'd climb back up that same side and then down the other. So it's the same pattern with the breath. Each time you inhale or go up the mountain, switch and go down the other side. So we're going to do this for another couple of minutes. If your arm gets tired, you can either switch arms or support the elbow with the other hand. Over time, 
your arm will grow stronger and it'll get a lot more comfortable. Remember it's a breath practice, so try to keep the spine stacked. Not from that place of rigidity, but at the same time not allowing your head to fall forward into slump because then you're compressing your lungs. Nadi Shodhana, or alternate nostril breath, is an extremely healing breath. It's wonderful for bringing us back from the edge of anxiety. So the things that we allow to trigger us, we allow them to throw us off balance. This is a wonderful breath practice. Three minutes here is a really really good start. If you feel lightheaded, you're probably breathing too fast or too deep. So keep that in mind. We have about another minute to go. If your mind is wandering, Focus on the point where your two fingers are sitting between the brow. This is the energetic third eye, the space where energetically our intuition lives, our insight. That inner voice that guides us in all of our small and big decisions. From when to make big life changes all the way down to which apple to pick at the grocery store. Now keep going until the next time that you exhale out the left nostril. Next time you exhale out the left, gently release and breathe normally. Eyes closed, just go inside and feel. Now if you don't usually practice pranayama, pranayama, breath work, you might have a lot of new sensations in the body, so just make room for them pushing nothing away, just an open field of receptivity for it all. And then go ahead and bring your right hand to the floor. If you're sitting up on something, you have the option to come off of it at this point. Right hand's going to come out to the floor, and you're going to slide the hand out so that you're coming into a side bend so that you feel your left side body beginning to expand. Now, if the floor feels really far away or you have the urge to put the elbow on something, you can use your block or your bolster. If you didn't grab props, you might want to run up and grab a few things off of the shelf so you have them handy. And then once you're in your side bend, once you have a clear, palpable stretch or pull down the left side of your body, then start to let your right ear drop toward your right shoulder. 
Now, if this feels uncomfortable or you have something going on in your neck that you need to be gentle about, then remember you have the option to turn the nose any direction it needs to go. So if you need to work more of the back side of the neck, then turn the nose toward the floor. If you'd like to work more of the front side of the neck, you can turn the nose a little bit toward the ceiling. And once you find the right position, let the head get very heavy. Left hand can do whatever it needs to do so that your body says yes. That's an agreement with where you are. Remembering that as you hang out in the pose, if the body gives you a signal to adjust something, do that. But be mindful that you're not just mind, mindlessly fidgeting. It's the practice of stillness, which comes with its own moments of challenge. Being still takes practice when we come from busy lifestyles. Just a few more breaths here. If you do have to exit early, lean forward to come up rather than trying to lift the head up. Otherwise, hang out where you are and we'll exit together in a moment.
Now you're going to start to roll a little bit toward your right knee, like you're bowing toward it. Let the head roll to the new position with gravity. Take your time. Let the head hang. Work your way toward center between the legs, keeping the head heavy, just folding in. Support with your arms. Breathe here for a moment. Now keeping your chin on your chest. Chin stays to the chest as you start to roll up slowly. Roll up until the point just before the chin and Bring the hands to the face and assist the head up to neutral so that the neck doesn't do any of the work to lift the head. Once the head is stacked, gently release the hands and sit for a moment. Soften your skeletal system. All of the bones soften. Using a prop, go ahead and take it to the other side. So either left hand to the floor or arm to the prop. So you're going to start to go to the left, leaning to the left in a side bend. So first just initiating and feeling this stretch down the right side of the body. Once you have that and you can feel that pull in the right side of the body, then slowly lowering your left ear toward your left shoulder. Remembering you have the option to turn the head any direction that puts the body in a state of agreement. Remembering that yoga means union, which means a togetherness, an agreement. So if the body says no and you stay there, then it's not yoga. to yin practice. We'll be lingering in the postures three to five minutes tonight so that we can affect the yin tissues of the body. They take longer to respond than muscle, which is a yang tissue. Yin tissues are our connective tissues, things like fascia, tendon, ligament. It also affects our bones or bursa, the joints. Helps ease chronic conditions in the body. Things that have become chronic are an imbalance 
of a yin nature because they're lingering. yourself to be fully absorbed in the moment, letting no sensation go by without recognizing it, seeing it, feeling it. Start to roll toward the left knee. Roll toward the left knee and let the head roll to its new position slowly with gravity. Take your time. Let the head hang and breathe. towards center, staying low, keeping the head heavy, just folding over the legs here for a moment. Keeping your chin tucked as you start to round up one vertebra at a time. And then bringing the hands to the face and gently Assisting the head back up. Sitting for a moment, and again, let the skeletal system soften.
so if when you sit cross leg, your knees are higher than the crest of your hip bones, then grab something and take a seat on it. It's going to be important that your, your hips are not bound up in this next posture. Otherwise, your spine will be getting all crunched. So comfortable cross legs, whatever that means for you. Doesn't mean you have to look like me or your neighbor. It means what feels good for you. Take your strap. You're going to draw your strap along the backs of your shoulders. And then once you have your strap around the backs of your shoulders, Take it under the arms and behind the back. You're going to cross it behind you so that you switch the strap into opposite hands, drawing an X across your back. And then walk your hands up the strap as far as you can, up your back. And then you're going to pull the two ends of the strap while letting your heart lift and your shoulder blades come onto your back so that your arm bones start to be pulled behind your back. Now, if you can't move your arms, it just means that you walked your hands up too far. Walk them down so that you can give the strap a good pull. Okay, so it'll feel like your heart is being expanded and your arm bones are being pulled back. Once you're there and you've got the strap as tight as you want it, then pull your hands down toward your hip bones. If you have any kind of wrist issue, instead of having the wrist bent, you can turn the palms forward so that the wrists stay in line with the arm bones. Okay, so lots of options. Notice how the strap creates almost like a little chair back for you. You can lean into it a little bit. And then close your eyes. shoulder blades soften onto your spine. See if you can breathe fully into the lungs, filling them from bottom all the way to top. And on the exhale, just let it go. Breathing Filling the lungs all the way from bottom to top. Letting it go. Continuing that cycle of full breath.
soften the shoulder blades. Let the space between the collarbones go. posture creates a somewhat vulnerable sensation for most. Instinctively, we're taught to protect our heart center. The energetic space of the heart is one of the first places we get wounded in our relationships and out in the world. As a result, we have this forward rolling effect that happens in the body and we tend to hunch forward protecting that space. Our practice encourages us to open our hearts, to blossom into who we truly are meant to be in this life. Last few breaths here. Really keep filling the lungs all the way full on the inhale. Slowly release the ends of the strap. Without too much struggle, just let the strap shrug off of the arms. Bring your hands somewhere onto your lap and just breathe. Soften your skeletal system. You might notice a spontaneous deep breath happens. The body is moving the breath into that new space that's opened up body wisdom. The body knows exactly what to do with that new space, so let it happen. So we're going to come on to our backs next. I'd recommend the way to get there rather than flopping straight back is to come onto one side and then roll onto your back. And although it may seem like a kind of weird way to get into it, you're going to keep from undoing all the good work that you're doing on your spine tonight, make it last a little longer. So just come down to one side and then roll gently onto your back. Once you're on your back, just find a shavasana space, so arms wide, legs wide, and just rest. 
Let the body feel the floor. Let the front body drop into the back body. And just rest. Bring your legs in together. Legs come together, and then once they're together, draw just your right knee in. Catch hold of the leg with the arms, interlacing your fingers. And you can just let the arms get very heavy. Soften your shoulder blades. You'll find that that right knee probably is going to drop a little to the right as you do that, and that's fine. Find a hand placement that allows you to really give in to gravity here so that there is as little effort as possible. So instead of pulling with the arms, think about letting the arm bones get really heavy. As little effort, as little yang as possible.
Now slowly and mindfully, use your left hand to draw that right leg across your body. So draw the bent right knee across the body. You can let the body roll as far as it would like. If the floor feels too far away, put a bolster under your leg. Now you can keep the hook of the left hand or you can let go of the leg. See what feels good. And then for those of you who want a little more in your upper body, that expansion of the chest, the heart center, the collarbones, the shoulder girdle, you're going to let your right arm drop out to the right so that it hangs a bit with gravity. And you feel a gentle pull across the front of the right shoulder and into the chest. Now the head can be in any direction that it needs to be for comfort. So no rules. What feels good? What brings a yes into the body? For those of you who would like a little more focus on your outer hip, IT band, and hamstring, if it's available, you can catch your right shin, uh, or rather calf, or the foot with your left hand so the leg straightens a bit. You can also use your strap if you'd like. Try to make it as effortless as possible. You might find that your, your left knee needs to soften a little bit too. So you're not fighting within the body to maintain your space.
Where can you soften? few breaths here. Straighten the leg, gently bend the knee, work your way back towards center. <coughs> Bringing the foot to the floor and then sliding the leg out and find a resting space. Just lie flat and breathe. Bring your left knee into the chest. And release the hands around the leg. And find a space where you can hang out with as little effort as possible. Let the backdrop of the rain help you tune in to the hip. The hips are connected to the water element. Our emotions, our sense of flow, 
movement. Can you soften here? Maybe letting the shoulder blades drop toward the floor. Now slowly, mindfully, use your right hand to draw that left knee across the body into your twist. Now 
Again, remember if the floor feels too far away or you just want some support, put something under the left leg. And then if you want the expression through the upper body, chest, shoulder, you can let the left arm drop out to the left and let it hang. Again, head can be neutral or turned either right or left. What feels good? Again, let the amazing sounds of the storm in the background be an encouragement to soften. Letting the sounds wash over the body. Again, you have that option here if you'd like. At this point, maybe extending the left leg and catching hold of it with your strap or your right hand to add in the hamstring, the outer hip, IT band a bit. Let it be as restful as possible.
Last few breaths. mindfully and slowly. If you straighten the leg, bend the knee. Remember you can use the right arm to push the left leg back up to center as needed. Completely normal to feel that achy sensation when you come out of the pose. So take your time and find your resting space lying flat on your back. the breath. Now slowly bending the knees, place the feet flat and gently roll onto your right side. Pause there for a moment and push the hands down in front of the torso to gently rise, come up to seated. So another seated posture, option to use a prop, either bolster or you can stack a block or two, or you can use your blanket. So we're going to take the soles of the feet together so the knees are splayed out, sometimes called butterfly, badakonasan, cobbler's pose. Feet can be as close or as far away from the body as needed. And then once you feel that you've found a space that you're comfortable in, or at least relatively comfortable in, slowly fold forward. Mindful that you're not pulling with the hands. It's a yin practice. So stay soft and let the head drop all the way forward. Tempted to pull, then let go and let your palms face upward. 
See if you can let go of the full weight of your head and just let it hang. Again, remember your body's gonna let you know if you need to change something. So listen to it. Mindful that you're not fighting the tension, pulling on it, pushing on it, trying to get rid of it. And that's not the point of yin. The point of yin is to feel the tension and to get soft. Just soft. Your body knows how to let go of the tension. You just have to give it the right environment. And these yin postures do that. Give the body a chance to do what it does best, to heal, to find balance. What can you soften?
exhale, take you there. Not from pulling, not from pushing. Just from letting go into the natural pull of gravity on your body. And trusting that your body's going to let you know if something needs to be changed. Otherwise, just hang and breathe. If we don't trust our bodies, where does that leave us? They're our vehicle, our container. It allows us to experience life. So gently pressing into the hands, chin to chest, chin to chest, find your way up. Use the hands to press the head up to center. And just rest for a moment, it's seated. Let your spine soften. So find your left foot, find your own left foot, and you can set it right up on that prop if you'd like, and you're just going to take your thumbs and gently press from the center line of the ball of the foot outward, just kind of spreading the foot, working your way down the foot. So touch heels, and our body knows that. It's our mind that gets in the way. So maybe start to squeeze out the foot. Do what feels good here. The minute we stub our toe, what do we do? We grab it, right? We touch it. The body knows. 
So just use the hands and your own intuition just to work some of the, the day's history out of your foot. Remember to work the toes. Just kind of squeeze and pull. And just kind of push the thumb along from the heel up the arch of the foot toward the big toe. So in reflexology, if you're familiar with that bodywork art form, this line corresponds with our spine. So you're essentially helping to heal the spine when you work this part of the body. Plus, it feels good. <laughs> All right, so switch sides. Find your other foot. That's going to be a little bit envious at this point. And again, just start with the thumbs at the ball of the foot from the center line and just kind of spread outward. Working your way down the foot. And squeeze the whole foot. Our feet are amazing. Try to connect to your foot here. Maybe thank it, even if it seems silly. Your feet get you everywhere that you go, and they get such little recognition for their work. Remember the toes, work out each one. from the heel through the arch up to the big toe, just kind of using one thumb to press and slide along that line a few times. If you find any tender points, rub them out a little bit. our backs. So again, maybe come down onto one side and then roll onto your back. And we're going to take our final Shavasana. So so get comfortable. Let the legs fall open. Let the arms fall open so that the limbs are neither touching one another or the body. And let the palms be turned up. 
eyes are closed, make that a part of your practice. If that's a challenging part of your practice, that's your body letting you know your nervous system is overstimulated. It's time to look into things like how much electronic and screen time that you're having in your day, how much caffeine, sugars, dependence on medications, etc. This practice will help. Remember to look at life off the mat as well so that your yoga practice begins to expand out into every day. Notice your breathing. Notice your breathing and notice your jaw. Allow the jaw to soften. Let the jaw hang. Be sure the jaw is soft. Notice your teeth. Notice your teeth and let go of the roots of your teeth. Feel the gums melt and expand into the mouth. Notice your tongue. Let go of the root of your tongue. Feel how the palate, the dome of your mouth, is now exposed and spacious. the front of your body. Notice the front layer of your body, including your face, and let the front body drop into the back body.
rest. the mind to slowly return. Mind returns to body and breath. 
allowing gentle movement to come into the toes and into the fingers. With eyes closed, let your inner wisdom, your inner body lead you on to your right side. into your hands as you rise. Find your way to seated. Again, you're sitting upright, but at the same time, have a sense of softness in the bones. Balancing effort and ease. Sound one ohm together again. Deep breath in. Oh. Deep breath in through the nose. Exhale it through the mouth. Ha. Hands come together at the heart center. Pausing to acknowledge your own efforts for stepping onto the mat today. Knowing that all the positive effects of your practice will follow you out into the world, permeating all that you do, all that you are, and all that you're becoming. Thank you so much for joining me in practice. Namaste.